If you're a woman who loves Jesus and you're also on a weight loss journey, then this episode is for you. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Overweighted Podcast, where we get real about the struggles of being obese and needing to lose a whole lot of weight. My name's Malika. I'm your host, weight loss mentor and coach. Join me on my personal weight loss journey to lose about 200 pounds. And as I share my very real experiences, plus some simple, successful and sustainable weight loss tips and mindset shifts so that we can mark lose weight off of our to do list for good. So I'm about to wrap up the 40 day Christ over cookies challenge. And I wanted to share the Christ over cookies workshop that I did a couple months ago with you all. If you would like to join me live for the free workshop that'll be coming up in a few months, you can just join me in transformation tribe at malaykaburley.com slash network. And that way you can be a part of the workshop live. You can see the slides and then you'll hear me referring to the workbook and the challenge in this workshop. And so you'll be able to uh, get access to that workbook as well. So this is going to be broken up into two parts because it is fairly long. So this will be part one. And then next week we will conclude with part two. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to Christ Over Cookies. Um, My name is Malika Burley, and I am a weight loss mentor and transformational coach. And this particular workshop, it it was really originally focused around um, sweets and overeating sweets and, you know, with having a a sweet tooth because that was my issue but it really applies to overeating in general so when I'm talking about sweets just replace that with whatever your thing is whether it's pizza or it may be uh, I don't know Chinese food whatever your thing is ice cream well which is still a sweet but we just replace sweets with whatever your thing may be that you're having an issue with if I'm saying sweets but um, this will really help you with just overeating in general. And so um, my name is Malika Burley. And if you don't know me, I am a mom of four and I have a BS in physiology. I am a certified group fitness instructor and also a certified nutrition coach with Precision Nutrition. And I say I am a dancing queen because I love dance fitness. That's what I teach. I am an encourager of people and also a survivor as I am a breast cancer survivor. And so just real briefly, just to give you a little bit of overview of how I got to this point. So I have a weight gain, weight loss, weight gain story. So um, really, if you want to hear the full story, you can check out my podcast. It's the Overweighted Podcast, episode number two really goes into my story but basically I didn't grow up overweight it was a problem that started as I got older um, just dealing with some different things broken heart etc so um, I would I gained a lot of weight and then trying to lose it and then I found myself in like this lose weight and gain it cycle and so um, I got to a point where I was uh, over 300 pounds uh, around 350 really knocking on 400. I wasn't weighing myself anymore at that point um, because I didn't want to see it. So, but I know I was getting really close to 400 pounds. And so um, I 
uh, started sharing my story on YouTube and then God really led me to turn this into a business, which is um, how we got to this point because he birthed a business through my weight loss journey and my story. And like I said, I was in that weight loss, weight gain cycle and really just trying to figure out how to get out of it. And I finally figured out what works for me and wanted to share that with others. And then, like I said, the Lord has really blessed me to be able to share my journey and use it in a way to help others. And I'm still on my weight loss journey even today. But this is the Christ Over Cookies workshop. And it's Christ Over Cookies because of the fact, like I said, that this was mainly um, having to deal with, uh, you know, sweets and things like that. But like I said, if sweets isn't your thing, um, you're here, I'm sure, because you love the Lord, but you also have an issue with losing weight. So um, just replace sweets with whatever your thing is. Like I said, whether it's pizza, Chinese food, I don't know, crackers, whatever your thing is. All right. So um, we're going to talk about why it's so hard to um, stop overeating, why you're probably only addressing a part of the problem, which is what's leaving you like in the lose weight and gain it cycle that you're probably in, um, what you can do about it. I'm going to give you some steps to break free and then also some questions for reflection. And before I start in the um, workbook that you hopefully you were able to download that if not you can download it later but in the workbook like in the back there is a section for like some notes um, for journaling I'm going to reference a lot of scriptures so you can um, reference um, you know write down all those scriptures as well so there are sections for you to do that in the back of the notebook all right but why is it so hard like why is it so hard to stop overeating or stop eating so many sweets right um because it's, it's not simple it definitely is not a simple task like i said we get stuck in that weight gain and weight loss cycle because it is difficult it is hard but why is it so hard so the short answer of it is because sweets are delicious they're so good right that's the short answer it's hard because they're delicious because the food industry is purposely making food to be like highly palatable and highly rewarding and so it just leaves you wanting more of that thing and um you know it triggers off like things in your brain and it fires like off uh your taste buds and things like that so it just makes you want more and um, I'm not trying to demonize the food industry or, you know, talk about like ethics with ingredients or things like that. But um, really, it just boils down to the industry that I mean, they want to make the food good because they want you to like it and they want you to buy more. And by um, because it's their business, right? That's what they do. So that's how they make money. <laughs> so um, and if you think about it, um, over, overall, it's really not such a bad thing because if, if we make a dish, if we go to a potluck and we're bringing a dish to a potluck, we want our dish to be like everybody's favorite, right? We want our dish to be really delicious and one of the things that people are just asking for over and over again. So they're technically doing the same thing. Um, so they're just making their food really delicious and that's why it is so hard for us to stop overeating. Um, sweets are delicious, cookies are delicious, just food in general is delicious. But what we need to remember, and this is something that's in your workbook, 
is that God gave us food for enjoyment and strength to do his will. So God gave us food for enjoyment and strength to do his will. So it, it should be good and it should taste good because he wants us to enjoy it. Right. And we need to use it because food, this is the next thing, is a source of energy. The calories that are in the food, that's the calculation of like the energy that our body is going to get from that food. So all food is a source of energy. That's the next thing. And then food is a blessing from the Lord. It's a blessing from the Lord. And like I mentioned, there's um, a space in the back of your notebook where you can write down some scripture. So the first one I want to give you, it's Psalm 136 and 25. Psalm 136 and 25. He gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. He gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. And then James 1 and 17, every good and perfect gift is from above. All right. And that's what makes the battle so hard because inherently there's nothing bad about food, right? Um, don't get me started with calling foods bad, but there's inherently <laughs> nothing bad about food. It's, but the enemy is using that to his advantage because um, it's just like him to take something that the Lord has given us for good and to like kind of twist it and put his twist on it to make it work against us. So tell me if this sounds familiar. Genesis three and one has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So he's like asking Eve, like, are you sure that's what God said? Right. So he's like twisting the truth there. Genesis three and six. And this is the New King James Version. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And just like most married couples do and they gain weight together, she also gave it to her husband who ate as well. <laughs> right. So um, so just like he will do with us, um, you know, like I said, the Lord gave us food to enjoy and also for strength to do his will. And so the enemy will take that and twist it in a way where we're saying, well, God gave you that. Well, he's saying God gave you that food to enjoy. Right. So eating it can't be that bad. So eat what you want. Eat it when you want. Have as much as you want. Right. God is good. Everything from him is good. So go ahead. Eat. Right. That's exactly the way he twists things for us. Like I said, he'll twist the truth and just put a little bit of a lie in there and make it work for him so that it works against us. And a partial truth is a whole lie. A partial truth is a whole lie. And he is the father of lies. So he knows exactly how to twist it um, just in the right way to make it sound good, to make it sound like it's still truth so that um we believe him. And like I said, though, and this is in your notebook, a, a partial truth is a whole lie. And of course, that's not true. But he wants us to, to continue to believe that that lie that, oh, it's food. It's it's good. You know, we can eat what we want. We can, um, you know, have it when we want, because he wants you to feel helpless and hopeless. He wants you to feel like it's no big deal. But we need to look at what our father God says about it. Right. And 
again, that's what makes it so hard because with sin and, and Satan's really good at this is that, again, he'll take something that God meant for good and use it in a way for us to please our flesh and cause us to sin. So if we think about and so not necessarily even talking about food, because that's what we're talking about right now. But think about, for instance, with intimacy, right? S-E-X, intimacy. All right. So inside of marriage, that is a good thing and it's a gift from God. But outside of marriage, that is causing us to sin. So just like, you know, that's just like him. He's taking that thing that was meant for good and uh, enticing us to use it in a way to sin against the Lord. So the problem isn't that we're eating sweets or whatever your food is. The problem is that you're overeating it. Right. And then the reasons why you're overeating it is also a problem. So we need to look at that. And like I said, you know, it's an issue for you. That's why you're here and you are looking for a solution. And hopefully you will get that today. So I realized originally that we're only addressing a part of the problem. And so let's take a look at that. And so this is part of where we tend to fall short and end up in this cycle. So we are only addressing a part of this problem. So let's take a look at us. All right. So we are spirit. Like first and foremost, we are spirit beings. Okay. And we possess a soul or we have a soul. And also forgive me for this diagram. This was the best way I could kind of try to illustrate it for us. This is not what we look like, but this is the best way I could illustrate it for us. Okay. So we are spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. Okay. And so we are three part beings. And so in order for us to really nip this problem of overeating in the bud, we really need to address all three parts of our being, our spirit, our soul and our body. Right. And so what happens is this is the proper order of the thing uh, of, of things. Like I said, we are first spirit. And so we should be spirit led with everything that we do because we're first spirit. And then we have a soul and our soul. If you don't know, it's our mind, our will and our emotions. That's our soul. And then we're in a body. And that's what we also call our flesh, right? Our body. All right. And we originally we're supposed to have it in this order that our spirit is leading our soul and our body. We're supposed to be spirit led. Um, we are born into uh, born into sin. And then the Holy Spirit, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he comes in and we are no longer a slave to sin. So we should be led by our spirit at that point. Right. And I am going to talk about a challenge that we're going to do here at the end. And we'll go into this more in depth in that challenge. But. Again, once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and the Holy Spirit is living in you, you should be spirit led because you no longer have to be a slave to sin. But what happens is that we get things out of order. And so we are letting our flesh lead and our soul lead the spirit. Right. And so this is typically typically what happens and how Satan like will twist those truths a little bit. Um, to make them into a lie so that we are leading by our flesh and our soul instead of our spirit. 
All right, I want to read you this verse really quick. I'm sure you've heard it before. Um, it's a really popular verse, Romans 7, 15 and 20. This is the NIV version. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And doesn't that sound like us, like we want to stop overeating, we don't want to do that thing, but we do it anyway. And <laughs> we, we want to eat healthier, whatever, and then we don't do that. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is the sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, that, this, I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it's the sin living in me that does it. And that is when we are allowing our flesh to do it, that sinful nature that we have. And I just wanted to read you also the message version because the message version, I don't know, I love it. It cracks me up sometimes. So I just wanted to read that because I really like the way they break it down. All right. So. Uh, Romans 7 14 through 20 in the message version I can anticipate the response that is coming I know that all God's commands are spiritual but I'm not that's that sinful nature isn't this also your experience yes I'm full of myself after all I spent a long time in sin's prison that's the sinful nature what I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way but then I act another doing things I absolutely despise. So if I can't be trusted to figure out what's best for myself, then do it. It becomes obvious that God's command is necessary, that we need help. But I need something more. For if I know the law, but still can't keep it, so we know God's commands and we still have trouble keeping them. And if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. Yes, Lord, that describes us so good. That is such a good um, description of that battle between the spirit and the flesh. And I know that describes me so often, and I'm sure some of you um, have that same experience. So, like I said, we need to address all three areas. We need to have tools for all three areas of us in order for us to really be successful in this. And so we're going to go through some biblical principles that are going to help our spirit. And then we're going to talk about some mindset shifts that are going to help our soul. Because remember, I said that's our mind, will and emotions. And then we're going to go through some practical steps to help our body or our flesh. All right. So let's look at what are some of the reasons that we overeat sweets. All right. If you want to put a reason in the chat, go ahead and put that in there for me. I'll see if I can see it. But what are some reasons that we tend to overeat sweets? I'm going to give you a couple here. But one of them are emotions right? Our emotions. We're overeating sweets because of emotions. So maybe you're stressed or you're worried or you have a broken heart. You're sad. 
are you're disappointed maybe you um maybe it's joy or a celebration right because it can even be good emotions those are times that we tend to overeat um let me see here yes addiction girl you got it yes that is right on here as well yep addiction bored yeah boredom is another reason that we may overeat whatever we're overeating like i said it may not be sweets for you but whatever your thing is right that you're overeating absolutely it could be addiction and it could be boredom so another reason that we may overeat is out of habit right just simply out of habit so um maybe on your way to work you swing by starbucks every single time on your way to work and you've done it for three years now and so it's really just become a habit for you and so you might be overeating out of habit you may be overeating out of lack of self-control and so maybe there's that time where someone brings something to work and you're like it looks good smells good tastes good i'm gonna have it it wasn't in my plan but i'm gonna have it anyway so lack of self-control may be a reason that you overeat and like shanine said you may be overeating because of addiction you just may be addicted sugar is addictive and so it could have turned into a situation where now you are overeating because of addiction yeah <laughs> that's you mm -hmm. some of these all these were probably me at some point all of these things <laughs> just being completely transparent all right so and if you think of any other reasons later you guys put some in the chat already you know maybe in your notebook you can go back later when you're reflecting and add some of those things in um there as well oh yeah hormones during that menstrual cycle absolutely your hormones um can be a big factor in you overeating at times all right so what this boils down to and like i said this originally was talking about sweets but you insert whatever food or thing for you but this boils down to mainly that we are putting our sweets in God's seat we are putting our sweets in God's seat so or your pizza in God's seat your Chinese food whatever your thing is your fried chicken you're putting that in God's seat and so what I'm saying is that are you overeating because you're craving that thing more than you're craving the Lord? And so and by the way, this 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 is all truth and love. All right. I, this is not to condemn any of you or any of us because I've been here. I've done all these things and still do some of them at times. Um, but it's just to help us like reflect and maybe if the holy spirit wants to convict us about some of these things so just know that none of this is in condemnation for you but it's just that we are probably overeating because we are putting sweets or food or whatever on the throne of our hearts instead of allowing the lord to sit there like i said with emotions for instance if we're overeating with because of emotions we're turning to food instead of turning to the lord and so we have that food there in that spot where the lord should be um if it's out of habit so we're serving that habit instead of doing what's best for our temple um, if it's lack of self-control well we know that's one of the fruit of the spirit so we need to be developing that um, if it's addiction where we're addicted to something again that is craving or lusting something more than we're 
um, craving the Lord or his word, right? So that is really what it boils down to is that we're putting that food, whatever that thing is, in God's seat um, where he should be placed on the throne of our hearts. So what can we do about it? Okay, so um, like I said, I'm going to give you tools for all three things today, but really I think we should focus on this area, the spirit. That's why I have it really big. Because if we are strengthening ourselves spiritually, that is really going to have the greatest influence over our soul and our body as well. So we really want to work on strengthening ourselves spiritually. So John 3 and 30, it says he must increase, so, but I must decrease. And so he, we need to allow the Holy Spirit to increase in God's presence in our lives so that we, our flesh, can decrease. All right. So that's where we're going to start with the spirit. And I just wanted to kind of address this really quickly. Um, it seems like gluttony is like the most acceptable sin in our society. Right. And gluttony, of course, right now with gluttony, I'm talking about food because that's what this presentation is about overeating. Um, but it, gluttony could also include other things that you're overindulging in other things, not necessarily food, but for our sake, we're talking about overeating, but it seems to be like just really acceptable sin. Like we do it right in church, right? Like we have like potlucks and we have like coffee and donuts before service and all those things. Um, and it's almost like we are saying eh, it's not that bad. You know, it's not as bad as drugs. It's not as bad as alcohol. It's not as bad as homosexuality. But we know sin is sin, right? And so anything that we put um, above the Lord or anything that has a hold on us is not okay. And um, like I said, this isn't to condemn us, but it's just like I want us to open our eyes to this problem because Satan is deceiving us out there and making us think that it really isn't that big of a deal. Um, and if you think about it, and they've done studies on this, but the church as a whole, are, we're some of the heaviest people. And so, um, again, we just need to fight against this problem and really realize that this is a sin um, because technically it's just basically idolatry. Right. Um, and so we need to address it and start fighting against the deception with truth. Right. And the sword of the spirit, we know, is the word of God. And it is our only weapon that's actually an offensive weapon. Um, and the rest of the armor is defensive to protect us against the fight. But we need to use the truth, the word of God, to fight against these lies that the enemy is putting out there um, in that deception. So, you know, as a believer, the spiritual side can be like the simplest for us because we believe, we love the Lord, we have the Holy Spirit, but simple still does not mean easy, right? So let's look at some of the tools that we have for the spirit. And as I go through all these tools for our spirit, our soul, and our body, um, I just want you to take one of these 
and work on that one thing and then once you do it then work on something else don't try to do everything all at once that is a recipe for failure for most of us just do one thing at a time once you're doing that one thing consistently then add on the next thing okay so just keep that in mind as I go through all these you are not meant to do all these all at once okay so that was part one of the Christ Over Cookies workshop. Make sure you meet me back here next week for part two as we get into the tools that we can use for our spirit, soul, and body. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you got any value out of this or something just really resonated with you, can you do me a favor and leave a review? It helps others find the show so that it could help them too. Also, I'd love to connect with you on other platforms. I'm Malika Burley on IG and YouTube. And go grab my free webinar, The Five Keys to Simple, Successful, and Sustainable Weight Loss at MalaykaBurley.com. And of course, all of those links are in the show notes. Thanks again and have a blessed day.